this is episode 667 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about Hero Express, as well as some Apex Legends since they just implemented their solo mode, which is Iron Curtain or something is uh, the name of the, uh, or no, Iron Crown, I think. And there is some controversy with the uh the storefront for the event and the costs of packs which i assume are around the equivalent of what an apex pack is but these are the special event packs and also i i found out that it's the 30th birthday of one sega genesis in the states at least but before i get to all that i'm gonna start with hero express which is a driving game (laughs) i don't know why i was so confused about that but it's a get as far as you can type of driving game it is a side-scrolling 2d game like reminiscent of the way uh the trials games play physics based and all that jazz and you have a little map with i think 11 monsters one two three four five Wait, that's like twice. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. You have 11 monsters you need to defeat. And the crux of Hero Express. <laughs> I was going to call it Hero Academy, but that was that iOS game. The crux of Hero Express is that there is this great hero who can defeat monsters, but he is so dumb that he always forgets to bring his monster killing tools. And you are the delivery service of the hero and each area each monster has its own distinct area which has its own visual style and potentially some kind of different hazard that you have to deal with and it's all pretty straightforward so you're just trying to get as far as you can you want to reach the end but in the beginning you won't be able to do so because your vehicle will be low powered you're gonna have to upgrade it and I'm pretty sure I could be wrong maybe there's somebody really good but I believe it is literally impossible to successfully uh, reach the end when your car is low powered. And that can be a little bit frustrating, but I don't mind because it's pretty easy to just get back into another match. The, The thing that is, or was annoying at first is that the way you upgrade your vehicles is by collecting coins, dollars, whatever the resource is in that particular uh, area but that resource only works for that particular vehicle in that particular uh, area so each area has its own distinct resource which you use to upgrade your vehicles and you can't mix and match them you can't take uh, currency from another level like if you're able to get really far in one area and you're able to um what is it called farm (laughs) If you're able to farm, then you can't just, you know, take those things and bring them over to another area. Which, at first, like I said, was annoying, but at the same time, it's not too bad. It gives you incentive to specifically play each level. And it's it's an okay game. I like some of the areas, but the thing that bugs me is that some of the hazards in some of the areas are really annoying specifically any area that has hazards which are little rocks or boulders or something that your car has to drive over because that just poses a huge problem 
for your vehicle and in uh, trying to get over those they could they could be more daunting than a giant hill or having to jump over a gap or, or spikes or falling debris falling bits of lava or stuff like that these little pebbles can be the death of a run because they're just a real pain in the ass to get over your car just can't hop over them you do get some power-ups in the levels so you can get a super jump which is rare but uh, you could use that to get over them maybe but it doesn't matter and you do have to worry about fuel you have to refill your vehicle during the game and there is fuel scattered throughout the level usually just around the point where you're going to run out of fuel there will be another fuel can so unless you make some errors and then you won't be able to reach it but uh, and in addition to those power-ups there is a like windshield wiper thing uh, some window cleaner which exists on the maps where you can run into hazards that will dirty up your screen and make your vehicle move slower uh, so you can use that to clean your car right away instead of having to wait for it to clean itself. Uh, and that, that's pretty much the basic thing of it. So you just keep replaying the same level. You get a little bit further. You gain the currency to improve your vehicle. And that's pretty much it. The thing that sucks is that I've beaten, quote-unquote beaten, three of the monsters. So I've successfully delivered the... Uh, the goods to the hero three times in three of the areas and when you finish an area you don't get like a cool little cutscene or five second gif level something or other you just get a like a static screen that says hey thank you you did good good on you and that's pretty much it so finishing an area isn't the most exciting thing. I wish there was a bit more of a reward for finally beating a boss. Because uh, it would be kind of cool if you just saw, even if it was just a still frame of the hero using the tool you brought them to take down the monster that is the, the, the big bad of that area. You never even see the monster either. It just exists in the opening little still and when you're looking at the the map you'll see the the monster so you have stuff like a, a tremor you know an uh, underground worm uh, a giant alligator uh, a gorilla a lot of the typical stuff a dragon and the like and it just it would be nice if you could see the monster in the background of the environment even if they couldn't affect it but you you never see him so it's this it's the reason for your actions, for what you're doing in the game, for the, the driving and all that, but it's not really used in any kind of significant way, which is a bit of a letdown because that could have been really cool. That could have made the game stand out a lot more. And, and it is only a $5 game. I'm playing on an Xbox One. I think it's just coming out on Switch, which is why I got... Uh, message uh, an email about it and then i'm like oh do you still happen to have an xbox one code for it and it came out back in may for the xbox one i guess and i assume other platforms but it somehow just slipped by me as a lot of five dollar games can because they i look at a lot of five dollar games but a lot of them also don't look like they're that great and hero express is 
pretty good for a for a five dollar game, which take it take that for what you will. I enjoy my time with it. I do not like some of the areas as I've stated, but for the most part, I've enjoyed my time with it. I put probably I don't know close to three hours into it. I was up late night uh, just playing the game. <laughs> I should have been sleeping. But I was playing the game, and also while I was playing the game, I was waiting for my episode of Attack the Backlog Resident Evil 2, episode 29, for that to uh, render out, because I had to make a few adjustments, so I rendered it multiple times, because when I record those... So anyway, that that is it for Hero Express. But uh, I dig it. It's five bucks, cheap little thing. Um, like I said, I, I believe it's on Switch, and... It should uh, look pretty good on the handheld. It, it would make for a great handheld game. There is a hard mode as well, which you unlock after you complete an area on the normal mode. But in my experience, the hard mode is not that much harder than the normal mode. I thought it might be significantly more challenging, but it's, it's not, which is weird and also if you're somebody who is a fan of the the chivos if you like them achievements you can get them pretty easily so all the achievements involve either winning uh, an area beating the, the the area defeating the monster or upgrading your vehicle in said areas uh, up to the seventh level in all of the stat areas so you, the, the stat the stat areas you have are your engine so basically what, your speed and all that uh your wheels which i'm maybe assuming is the the speed at which your your wheels can move which means you'd be able to get up hills better I'm, I'm really not sure what the stats do other than i know engine makes you go faster but you have wheels you have traction well i know what traction does that just means you have better traction and then stability, which I guess would mean if you're in a uh, space where you might tilt and, and whatnot, that you would not tilt. So that's good. But I, I always focus on the engine first and then wheels. That's That's been my go-to in terms of all that. But yeah, I like it. And I, I like the look of it too. It's got a nice cartoony aesthetic. And the, the areas do have a, a nice bit of variety to them. So you have your, your tremor in a deserty area. You have a, a vampire bat, which I guess is just the vampire, but uh, that's in Transylvania. And you're driving a little, like, minivan thing. It looks like the, the uh, Ghostbuster vehicle. To me, at least. Except it's orange. All the vehicles are the same color. And, I, and I'm being reminded of one thing like I really hated about the Transylvania area is that the Transylvania area, because you know it's spooky with the vampires and all that, there are also zombies in this area. And the zombies are just worse versions of boulders because you, you run them over and then they fall into pieces and then your car just can't drive over the pieces. The, the pieces will disappear after a short period of time, but those few seconds could be enough to be the end of a run where you waste enough time that you won't be able to reach the next bit of gas which can be frustrating but i dig it 
it's a good time. It's a good, simple little game. You know, it's nothing amazing. It's not going to blow your socks off. But what really can blow your socks off? I could, I could see blowing your your shoes off. And now, in the, 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 the Transylvania one, there are also these, like, I don't know, gravestones that are just falling. Those suck, too. Any of the areas, and maybe it's half of them or maybe a little more, all the areas in Hero Express that have bits of little tiny debris that you have to get over suck. I'm just going to put that out there. As much as I am enjoying the game, any area with small debris sucks. Just It doesn't feel like a, a good challenge or a legitimate challenge. It just feels like a piece of poop, why are you doing this to me challenge. So, yeah. That's Hero Express. It is $5 on Xbox One. And I'm assuming $5 on other platforms. But of course, when it comes to the Switch, who really knows? It could be anything on the Switch. It wouldn't surprise me if it was $10. Because the Switch. <laughs> for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, that's, that's Hero Express, which is the main thing I've been playing. And I did mention earlier, uh, Attack the Backlog, Resident Evil 2. Uh, I finished editing that episode which was a struggle in the get-go like before I started to uh, do the script and all that like it was a bit of a struggle it took me longer to just put that entire episode together but in the end I'm really happy with how it came out it is the most edited episode to date there are I put on Twitter that there are 160 cuts that is incorrect there are 160 clips in the final video which means if my math is correct that there are a hundred and fifty eight cuts because the first clip and the, the last clip don't count because they they don't cut at the end I mean technically there's the end screen which I don't count <laughs> so <laughs> the final scene kind of cuts to that it doesn't cut to that it just transitions to that it cross dissolves I love a good cross dissolve I wish I had some better transitions, but I don't know. I don't want to pay for those things. Plus, I don't know if they even... I think they would work with my copy of Premiere. I don't use the, the Creative Cloud one or whatever. But uh, I'm pretty happy with how the episode turned out. I, I do think the whole reading the script thing, for the most part, worked out all right. Uh... I can notice parts where it's like, oh, this this didn't come out right. And I think part of that is just that even when it's something I've written, my dyslexia can kick in and the inflections, the 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 mannerisms, the cadence, they just my awkwardness when talking can really come out when I'm reading because I won't always really like take into account punctuation even though it's there or I get confused by it or, or I completely miss the punctuation that is like dyslexia is an annoying little thing that affects me mostly when I read but also like I, I think dyslexia can affect your your speech at least that's what I believe I've read um, and I would not be surprised if that was the case but yeah that episode <laughs> I'm talking about it, but you won't get to see it until 
what is it, October 27th, I believe, the last Sunday in October. So, get excited for that, I guess. But it's cool, it's, it's nice having the, the cushion. Uh, I'm finally gonna be able to start Lego City Undercover, which should be a lot of fun. I mean, it should be a lot of fun. If it's not a lot of fun, that'll be really disappointing. But, yeah, I'm excited to get around to that, which I might start playing tonight, or I might wait until later tomorrow. Yeah, I just mean tomorrow, not later tomorrow, just tomorrow, a.k.a. not today. So, yeah. Before I talk about Apex and, and the Sega Genesis and wishing it a happy, happy birthday, you know, I, I, I've been really loving my time with Attack the Backlog and making that series. I really, really love it. It's been doing pretty well on the YouTubes. It's definitely a more popular video show than audio show. So it's it's an it's a video show first and foremost, and a, an audio show just for those who either don't like video or don't have time to watch video, just can't get around to it. Um, which is fine, you know, nothing wrong with that. But um, I've really enjoyed that, and I have been thinking about other things I could do and the thing that I got to thinking about when I was I don't know what the hell I was doing this weekend but at, at some point I thought to myself you know what would be maybe kind of cool is and this is somewhat related to the Genesis because I was thinking about how much I love the Sega Genesis game True Lies which is based on the movie or is it the other way around <gasps> it be? <laughs> um, I love that game and I was thinking it could be kind of fun to do a series where I play a game based off a movie or a TV show and then I watch the movie etc and compare and contrast them and I, I don't know like I'm just workshopping and I'm spitballing I don't really know what the whole crux of the series would potentially be but I, I kind of like the idea of doing that because I think it could be fun. I think it could just be a fun show to do. Could have some fun editing in there. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting because I think there are maybe more good licensed games or, or, or more good games based off of licenses than we think. And, and there are also plenty of bad ones that would be kind of fun to just see. I could play Jumper again. I played through, uh, people who have been longtime fans will know that I played through Jumper a long time ago and I hated it. It was a horrible game on the 360. And the thing that struck me about it was that the game was shorter than the movie, which just seemed, it seems so ridiculous. But, you know, what you gonna do? But I, I also own the Wii one, which is a completely different game. And I think it's supposed to be even worse. And that sounds like super amazing. And I can play through the game again. I also, <laughs> I also think I own the the uh, PS2 version because after I played the the first game or the 360 one, I was like, I just need every version of this game in my life. And so I bought them all, but I've never played any of them except for the 360 version. So I could uh, do something like that. I think that series could be 
fun to, to, to make. But uh, if people have other ideas for series they'd like to see, I'd love to hear about them because I, I like I like doing these series that are like um, Attack the Backlog, where it's, there's more of a structure or a plan, uh, more time to edit them and put together something that is a bit higher quality. I like to think my Attack the Backlog videos are of a decent quality, given that they're all made by me and. and I, I do them in my spare time and all that kind of, like, you know, this isn't my job that I'm doing this for, I just, I like doing it. Uh, and in addition, one of the things that's been especially rewarding about Attack the Backlog for me personally is just the fact that I have a huge backlog. I never got around to so many games. Uh, I still don't get around to many, many games, but I am thanks to the series. I don't know if I ever would have played Resident Evil Remake if I didn't start the series. Because I would have just been like, oh, no, it's a horror game. I'm too scared. I don't want to do it. Even though I was excited about Resident Evil 2, I just would have been like, eh, nope, not going to do it. And it's ended up being one of my favorite games of the last five years that I've played. I mean, it could be... Resident Evil Remake is definitely in my top 50. It could be in my top 25 of all time. Along with Resident Evil 2 spoilers. But, um... Yeah, I, I just, I like doing those kind of shows. So, going back to the Sega Genesis, good old True Lies, which is a fantastic game. A legitimately fantastic game. I'm not joking or being funny when I say that that game is great. It is great. And with the Sega Genesis turning 30 today in these states, I did not get it on its birthday. I got it. Uh, maybe like, t I think two years later? I think I was five when I got it. I got it for my birthday with, I, I think the two games, I like I know I had these games and I'm pretty sure they were the games I had at launch. But I could be wrong because the, the dates might be screwed up. But um, I, I think the two, I know one of the games I had at launch because I remember seeing the picture. I just can't remember what the other game is. I had... Uh, Pink Panther Goes to Hollywood, I think is the name of it, and then Boogerman. I'm pretty sure those were my first two games. And I, I'm assuming it was the pack-in with so uh, the Sonic, uh, the Sega system with uh, Sonic, which, you know, Sonic's fine, but I, I really, I don't remember the Pink Panther game at all. I don't know, I, it must have been super cheap or like in some kind of weird bundle, because I did not like the Pink Panther as a kid. I liked the, the movie with Peter Seller because me and my grandfather would watch it and that just was special to me for that sense. But uh, the cartoon, I don't remember ever watching it and being like, oh my god, I love the Pink Panther. Can I have that? But I, I love boogers. I definitely like boogers. Give me that booger game. Uh, that's how I sounded as a kid. Has my voice improved with age? But um, I had those two games. And like I said, don't remember Pink Panther. I... Booker Man, I had a good time with. Uh, you could eat the chili pepper or whatever, and then you could fly by farting hot gas out your butthole or whatever. It was, it was good. But there, like, I've said this before that Sega will always be my favorite system. Uh, 
it's the first system that was mine. It had an NES, had an Atari 2600, but those were more shared, my brothers and all that jazz. But the Genesis was mine. Is my first console. Everyone chipped in to get it for me, and I loved it. I didn't feel like, oh god, I, I don't have a Super Nintendo, I'm missing out. I don't think my like all my friends had the Sega Genesis, I think, too. Eventually, I, I got to mess around with the Super Nintendo briefly when we moved to an apartment building and one of the kids had a Super Nintendo, and that was the first time I played Super Mario World. And that was the only Super Nintendo game I played for like 20-something years or whatever when I played Super Metroid again or for the first time on the Wii U, I think. So that, like, I was just oblivious to Super Nintendo, like that's the, the arrow that passed me by most of all. But I, I really love the Genesis. And so I want to mention a few games that I think are fantastic. Games that I've mentioned, I think, not that long ago. So this isn't going to be all that new in the grand scheme of things. But I think General Chaos is an amazing game. It is truly fantastic uh there was and i highly doubt most people will remember this unless they're fans of the game but there was a failed kickstarter what i don't know two years ago maybe longer which was a bit disheartening i think they wanted 125k and they maybe got 25,000. and i think part of that may have been the fact that it's just not a huge franchise it's not a, a series that has a lot of love as far as I know I, I never hear people talking about it but I think also the game just looked not great just from a visual standpoint an artistic standpoint I, I hated the, the, the visual style of it but um it's a, a strategy game where you control a squad of three troops I believe uh, and they have no, it's five. I th third no, Now I'm remembering why I'm getting a little confused. Some of the squads differ in size, given uh, based on which uh, squad mates you have in there, because they have pre-built squads. You know, they have a um, like machine gunner, demolition guy, bazooka, flamethrower. I don't know if they have a medic. Um, but it's just, it's just a really good game that I, I would recommend checking out if you can uh, find it cheap uh, and you play on original hardware or you can just emulate it. I don't oh, emulate it if that's your bag. I don't you know I have nothing wrong uh, against emulation and if it gets you to play general chaos, I'm all the more happy for it. But general chaos is a fantastic game and then of course Scooby-Doo Mystery is an amazing amazing point-and-click adventure which may be my favorite Genesis game it's between General Chaos those are the two that I really come back to the most because like, General Chaos is special but at the same time I, I loved Scooby-Doo I was a big fan I'm still a big fan of Scooby-Doo and I can't wait for the series to finally come out on blu-ray which is happening pretty damn soon much to my surprise but um it's a, a point and click adventure with two different scenarios one's in like a log cabin and the other one's not in a log like a, like a cabin hotel thing 
And then you have one that's in a carnival. And it's just, it looks really good. The puzzles are not too difficult. And it's just a, it's a really good time. It's fun. It, I mean, some people will probably not like it if they don't like Scooby-Doo. But I think even if you're not the biggest Scooby-Doo fan, you can enjoy it. And then, you know, after, after those two, like, I think True Lies could be up there. But uh, Jungle Strike is definitely a, 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 a high bar. I, I love Jungle Strike. Desert Strike was great. But Jungle Strike really took the, the strike formula and perfected it. Urban Strike was fine. But, I don't know. It didn't, I don't know if it just at that point felt a little tired. But it didn't it didn't click with me in the same way that Desert Strike and Jungle Strike clicked with me. Uh, the Strike series are fantastic. Like I wish the Strike series could come back in some way, even if just a collection. Like I'd pay twenty bucks for a collection of the three games. Um, but yeah, like I, I I do like Comic Zone, but it's more just for the style of it, the visual flair, and the way it was set up. I I still think it's really cool. Moving through a comic, through the panels and all that jazz. But, uh... Yeah, like, uh, True Lies is definitely up there, though. In terms of the things I love. Like, Phantom 2040, there's a, there's an auction on eBay right now. Somebody's actually auctioning it, so I don't have to do a buy it now. Bunch of horse crap. Which is cool. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of rambled on about the Genesis. I didn't really have anything much to say. I didn't think about it other than hearing, oh... It's a, uh, it's a uh, birthday today. I'm like, oh, good for you, Genesis. So, before I end this here episode, let me talk about Apex Legends solo. I played about an hour of it, and it is okay, but a little weird. Um, it definitely includes more camping than in the regular mode, because people just find some good loot and camp because. Camping is a, a, a legitimate strategy when it's just solos because if somebody runs into you or you run into someone else, you just need to take them down and you're good. I mean, there could be more people in the vicinity, but you're not going to run into a full squad. You can't get screwed in that sense. And then there are certain uh, legends who just aren't super viable for mode and you see a lot of certain characters. I see a lot of caustics. They just drop their 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 good old uh, toxic bin, their toxic garbage bin, and then everyone just gets sick and all coughing. I hate I hate that stupid caustic crap. Just because I, I always forget how damaging it can be, and I, I get aggressive. I'm like, I can take them before this thing will poison me so much, and then I'll be able to heal. And then I'm like, oh shit, I'm taking way too much damage. But uh, the 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 real thing that's problematic about solo mode is that this event lasts for two weeks, I think, and they have their own special rewards, which you like. They have a few which you can unlock by completing challenges specific to the single player, uh, the solo mode. It'll give you these crown currencies, but in addition to those, they have their own apex. Esque packs, which will give you a 50% chance of a rare or an epic item and one of a legendary item. And the problem with this is that 
for one pack. I don't know what I don't know what else you get in it. If you get if it's the same as an Apex pack and you get three items, and the the percentage is just increased, and that's why they're charging more. But the cost for one pack in this specific event is seven fucking dollars. Seven dollars for one pack. And if you don't play Apex Legends, one pack of the regular Apex pack is just a dollar. That's it. Just a dollar. So paying seven times that for this special event is super shitty and annoying because if you see something you want, one, you can't just buy it outright and you have to gamble and spend way, way too much money. It just... It's really, really shitty. But, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to do nothing. But uh, maybe they'll change it. I don't know. Uh, but that that's pretty shitty about the whole situation. Um, other than that, though, haven't played all that much. Uh, I don't know how much more I'll play of solo mode. I guess I'll play some because I'd like to get some of the, the, the items that I can at least get with the currency you earn by completing challenges because they have a bloodhound banner which i'll take even though i like the banner i have but you know i like to have as much bloodhound exclusive crap as i can since that's my main and i love bloodhound um there's there's a bloodhound armor which looks okay it's not something i would use but i'd like to have that but that's part of the whole pack crap and i I don't know if there's any way to even earn one, just one, in the game for free, or it's like it just—they need to fix that shit because it's not user-friendly at all. It is the worst thing they've done to date in terms of the pricing, at least, and, and stuff like that. You know, the, the, the regular stuff is like whatever, fine, it's pretty standard, but then this is just. I, Maybe this is how much things cost for Fortnite events. Like I, I, I can't compare it with other similar games, but just looking at it on its own, I don't like it. And I've defended some shitty things that Apex has done, but I can at least say that this is shitty and I don't like it. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it. I did. I finished the arc I was on with One Piece and started episode one of Boys. I haven't finished it. I got like maybe 10 minutes left. And so far, I am really liking it. I, I'm just enjoying the hell out of it. So that's good news. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. When Carl Urban showed up, I was like, yeah, that's my boy. But I've enjoyed more than just Carl Urban. So, it's not just the Carl Urban show. But, um, I'm digging it. I don't, I'm, I'm curious if the, um, if the, 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 the first episode is indicative of how violent it can get, or like how nasty and extreme it can get in any sense. Because I know that people have complained, even those who have enjoyed it, that it can get a bit much in terms of how graphic it is with this, that, whatever. 
and I'm curious if the first episode is indicative of that because so far in the bit I've seen most of the first episode I'm like eh, there's some stuff but like nothing I'm like oh god what this is too much I can't take it so I'm curious about that but uh yeah that's that's pretty much it and that that will do it have you been able to tell that I have been playing Hero Express the whole time? Because I have. Because uh, the feedback I got was overall positive with the last episode. So I think this might be a regular thing. And I think maybe I'll just do one game and just play that the entire time. I'll tell you one thing. It isn't super easy to play and talk at the same time. It isn't. And also to have the volume of the game at a level where I can still hear it and get something out of it but not have it drown out my talking so that I can hear what I'm saying because if I can't hear what I'm saying then it's just I don't like that that's weird that doesn't feel right but um yeah I think this will be a regular thing because I don't have to show my stupid face in the video anymore I think it it adds a lot to the video version of the show and I think it might even add to the audio version because I'm not dealing with the, the self-conscious uncomfortableness of knowing I'm recording my face, which has been there since I've started doing that. I, I started recording uh, the podcast in video form, uh, just me looking at the camera and all that, in an attempt to maybe get more comfortable with it, which never happened. I'm, I've been doing it, but I'm not comfortable with it. It's just something that will never be the case I'll, I'll never be comfortable with that kind of stuff but um yeah i think this is a good thing <laughs> the only thing that was I, I think i'm like how can i edit all of my old episodes so that i can just you know remove my face from all those but oh well you know no big deal anywho that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to YouTube. That's right. YouTube. Yoo-hoo. YouTube.com. And check it out there. You can watch them there. What? Where am I going? You can go over to YouTube.com slash Pixelated Sausage and watch them both there. Um... Uh, one d negative to the video is that if they go long, and I think this episode's going long, it takes quite a while to render because I render in 1080p, 60fps, uh, uh, 40,000 uh, bitrate, um, and that can be problematic. Or not, it's not problematic, it just is time consuming to do all that because like rendering takes a little bit of time and then uploading it on my slow ass connection where I get five up takes some time 
So that means the, the video version could take a little bit longer to get posted, but in the grand scheme of things, no biggie. But uh, yeah, where was I? If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye! Bye!